0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, I have a wonderful lady I haven't seen in a long time. (laughs) I was fortunate enough to uh, hit her up when she happened to be in town this weekend, Uh, but um, she... Is uh, Jesse Esselman. Hi. Hi.
1: Nice to see you. Nice
0: to see you as well. And we're going to talk a little bit about love, fear, and uh, you know, just some personal experiences we've had with it. So, um, yeah, thank you for being on the show. Of
1: course, thank you for having me. Yeah.
0: How uh, are you?
1: I'm all right. Um, you know, just trying to get school over with. School's been a lot this past semester, but sure. um, starting to let up and just trying to catch a break, I guess, while I can this past summer. So. Mm
0: when yeah, uh, how you, are you uh, I'm good I'm good um I'm here pretty much all the time uh right now I need to wake up a little bit um I see if you wanted coffee because I was gonna make some <laughs> but it's more it's work right? I don't know I'm, okay. I'm just gonna just gonna sit my uh I'm gonna sit my water and just stop complaining but I figured a podcast episode can wake me up
1: right yes yeah. I hope so isn't I it? hope I'm interesting enough to keep. You going. <laughs> I think so.
0: <laughs> I uh, I think you'll. I'll do try. Great. You're gonna do great. <laughs> don't don't. So yeah, when do you
1: graduate? I'm supposed to graduate in December. Okay. Um, but my graduation is all dependent on this internship. Okay. And uh, I trying to stay positive here, but it's not looking good. That there's only seems to be one or two in the area, and they're not exactly what I was looking for. Sure. And I'm looking for a very specific thing, I suppose. So. It's not going well, um, and I don't know, I don't know, so it's kind of like until I find this internship, I'm hoping to graduate, but it looks mm-hmm. like it might be another, one more semester just to wait around until we find a better internship opportunity, but like I said, fingers crossed. And what
0: kind of internship are you? It's got
1: to be in healthcare, um, and I'm looking to get into like, at least at this moment, I want to try care management kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I think I'm in a bit of a wrong field or a wrong degree. Like, I think I should be going for social work rather than healthcare administration, but mm-hmm. I'm nine credits away. I'm getting this damn yeah. scholarship, <laughs> not yeah. scholarship, but damn degree, so I'm not,
0: so I'm gonna go with it. You're already pretty uh, deep in the hole.
1: Yeah, hmm yeah, there's no there's <laughs> going back, now, no, so.
0: That's okay, I mean, I. you know, you, you can find really um, unorthodox ways mm-hmm. to use your degree. Like, right. I mean, I'm using mine for a bit of a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just talking to someone else who, like, uh, I had him on the show a couple days ago, but he was a history degree, history and political science, but he's the music director at a radio station. Oh, really? But he uses that, his history degree to, like, you know, learn about, like, the history of, like, the music he plays and, like, how, and he incorporates his, like, research capabilities to just be all well-rounded. Music director. So I mean, like you can. I don't know. know. You can. It doesn't always matter like the job, but the skills that you acquire from a degree that enable you to do the job well. Right. So.
1: Well, and I guess I was gonna say too on that note that I um I I have talked to some people that are already in that field and they said that they've got they the one person I'm thinking of in particular said that she went for music journalism actually and she got into it without without um any sort of social work degree. So I'm thinking you know like. If the, no offense, but I mean, that's yeah. not related at all to health care. So if I even know the tiniest smidge about it, like I feel like I could get oh. in there. But
0: <sighs> Music journalism keeps us healthy.
1: Well, I'm sure. Music, I'm not, music I'm journalism
0: saying. is therapeutic. Okay. <laughs> so, no, okay, I'm, I'm totally No, I, <laughs>
1: yeah. right. and I know, but like I said, it's just kind of like, right. even if I'm not in the right degree at the moment, I think I can make a do, but it's going to be a challenge getting in and that's the challenge that I'm in currently. So. Sure. Yeah. So
0: yeah I feel that um, well I wouldn't put too much pressure on yourself because right. like you know I, I I think I was like more confused after I graduated than I was the entire yeah. time I was in school yeah and there will be a lot of uh, ambiguity that comes with like what's gonna happen next and you're gonna get really sick of answering the same question over and yeah. over again like what's what are you doing now yeah. like Because everyone is doing the same fucking thing. They're all looking for a job. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that, you know, there's plenty of room to still grow in the meantime before you fully enter that next chapter. Right. Um, So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like you have a good mindset could have yeah. on your shoulders though so I'm trying
1: for you. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all we can do in, yeah. until something happens right
0: but, yeah 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 but whatever uh also i apologize I did not wear your shirt today it's okay uh, it's i forgot laundry. that too it's in the laundry that's all right um well we're going to talk right. about we are going to talk about the shirt yeah um, so uh, what we talk about on mr nice guy we dive into a lot of mm. fear uh in our passionate and creative minds mm-hmm. um so i have since doing this show um you know, I was largely interviewing a lot of artists, Mm -hmm. Um, still do obviously, but I've tried to incorporate more things that are really personal to me and bring people in to be on the show to discuss something that's personal to them Mm -hmm. and how like, you know, we can relate that to each other, like events that have happened in our lives have shaped shaped who we are today, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, So so, like you launched uh, The Shirts, it was, um, Mm -hmm. so tell me I guess about like You know, what led to, you know, you, um, starting to shirt line and everything like that. Right.
1: Well, first I should start by saying um, or clarifying that it was more of his family's doing, um, but it was my kind of, you know, support along the way, you know, helping them doing what I can. Um, but his family, his name's Ben, um, his family went and he was so passionate about business that he went and his entire life, he was just always writing these like uh, business plans and like modifying them and tweaking them. And he mm-hmm. had it literally all set up, ready to launch, like at, we don't know why he didn't um and we literally took that business plan or they took that business plan um and went and used that and made that and his brother i believe is a graphic designer um if i remember correctly and he was you know working around with some stuff especially right after it happened and he um came up with the you're so important thing um they put it on a bunch of t-shirts and that was kind of like their memorial thing um kind of to remember him and it was really cool especially hearing from his mom his mom is so sweet, she's, yeah. she's one of my best friends, but um, oh, she was telling me about how um, these people were buying shirts from like all over the country and like it was cool to see, I think it helped them mm. even in the grieving process and it helped me in the grieving process that to know how many people that he really touched, because I mean there were people from California that were buying them that we had no absolute idea that he knew or like, I'm sure, all like I said, all over the states that people were buying and it was really cool so, to see. So, um,
0: just for the sake of context, yes. so... Um, yes, I suppose
1: I should have given him a no, no, that's, that's okay, that's
0: okay. Um, so, and his name was Ben, mm-hmm.
1: correct? Yes, Ben Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes, he was Ben Kaiser, he was, um, I went to high school with him, I knew him in middle school, um, we, he was my best friend, um, as many people would say, that, cause he was just, he just, everybody loved him and he was so sweet and just very charming and he won over everybody that he knew and, mm. um. He did the same same to me. He won me over, and we were, you know, on and off for a while. Um, but he eventually um, ended his life, and um, kind of came to. It was about August, I want to say 11th. I don't even. It was such a like a fog or like a haze that I, did. I didn't even know what day it was. I just know it was like three days before I realized I needed to get moving or I was alive even myself kind of thing. It was just a standstill kind of thing. But yeah, he was my best friend. Mm-hmm loved him dearly but unfortunately just had trouble with depression and anxiety his entire life so it just kind of consumed him yeah but here we are now yeah
0: so um i thank you for mm-hmm. uh yeah. you know being open and sharing of course. that um where does so is kaiser republic the
1: name mm-hmm. of yes he that was the name of the business that he created that was on the top of his business plan he had it he actually had a tattoo yeah. on his arm when he told people K yeah. to in a diamond he um Called it, He was a Kaiser republic tattoo. Um, that's what he called his business, and that's what they went with. Um, yeah, might as well kind of thing. That's yeah. what his. That's what he did. That's all he did was work on that business plan. Wow. So,
0: well, that's really like commendable of both you and his family to be, mm-hmm. you know, kind of moving his legacy on right. and like and moving forward with that right. and everything. So, um, yeah. So I remember, like, I believe it was like. Uh, well, a year and a half ago, I remember, Mm -hmm. so you kind of started, like, promoting the You're So Important Mm -hmm. shirts um, to, you know, all of your friends and everything. And, um... And, uh, you know, I bought one off of you, and I do actually wear it a lot, because, like, it'll be, like... I kind of cycle through a lot of, like, the same shirts Mm -hmm. like, all the time, and, like, I have a bad tendency for, like, when I do laundry, I just throw like, all my laundry, like, on the top of Mm -hmm. everything else, so it's, like, I just keep picking up the same shirts right. at the top to wear. And that was one of the shirts that I wear oh, frequently. Yeah. yeah, but I wanted especially to support it because, yeah. um, you know, we've discussed, and you know, we've, we've shared experiences, but you know, I have dealt with a lot of mental health mm-hmm. issues as well and, um, you know, have been in really dark places right. at one point or another and it's, you know kind of the latter half of my college career i devoted a lot of time to use my voice to speak up mm-hmm. for um, mental health awareness right. and recognizing that it is a very real and very scary um you know factor in a lot of people's lives and it and especially suicide mm-hmm. like and how it has such a an immense like ripple effect on right. the community like it destroys families, Mm -hmm. it destroys friends, it just, it just, it destroys, you know, the entire community that it happens in, and, um, and even if it's just, like, something, something that you can wear Mm -hmm. that allows people to remember and to keep somebody, like, a piece of somebody, like, with them, like, at all times. Like, I know there's a lot of people that have wristbands Mm -hmm. that, you know, remember somebody. Yeah. Uh, there's people that have tattoos that remember somebody. Right. Um, you know, shirts are another right. one. Um, you know, there's I think that it's kind of like a it's a great way to keep somebody's spirit somebody who is past spirit mm-hmm. like with you. Right. Um, so um with all that said, do you feel like um like yeah, once like the shirts became okay. started getting sold, like uh what did you start seeing
1: um well I guess the I guess I'm, I would say. how how do I want to say this here? In addition to what you said about the t-shirts, you know, kind of, you know, representing somebody and carrying them on, I would also say that what I've kind of seen also as that ripple effect is it's opening up the conversation. Um, And it's because I mean, you know, also that mental health is often not something talked about. Um, And I think even like even people that never knew him, um, even you know, like, people would walk up to me and say, well, well what's, what's up with the shirt or, like, you know, what's yeah. up with the are so important thing, or what's Kaiser Republic kind of thing, um, and I could explain and kind of open up that conversation, you know, kind of, like I said, open up that conversation about mental health, um, I think that's been a really exciting thing, too, because it's just, like you said, it's time to start using our voices. It's something that, obviously, a lot of people deal with, mm-hmm. and it's stupid that we're not talking about it, so. Yeah yeah so that's kind of what I would say my ripple effect is is that I'm seeing these conversations opening up more so and I think that's a positive thing also
0: yeah how do you feel like the doing like uh, like starting this this movement like Mm -hmm. how do you feel like it's affected both you and Mm -hmm. his family
1: um, well, I guess for me, well, I guess I should start by saying that I don't believe that his family is doing the shirts anymore. Last time I checked, the website wasn't up, but it might still be. I don't sure. know. Um, but at least for me, it's helped me, like I said, open up the conversation and kind of talk about it. Um, and it definitely helped seeing him kind of still alive. Cause I know, like you said, carrying on a spirit and I know that was something that, I mean, he's, I spent hours with him even helping him with that business plan kind of thing. I wrote parts of it. So, um, it was kind of cool to see that. You know, he was just kind of still around, um, and it wasn't, kind of, you know, eased the blow, I guess, of when Mm -hmm. I got the news, and then it was like, oh my god, and then we started, or they started this, I should say, and I was like, okay, well, at least his, at least his spirit's here just a little bit longer, at least we can kind of help process this a little bit longer, but, um, yeah, I don't know if they're, I don't, I don't even know if they're still selling the t-shirts, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. You might be, like, a limited edition type thing, like, you might just be a... One of a kind. Special. Wow, that is. I know. Part that of the is club. Special, but part of the club. <laughs> yeah, but I mean,
0: it's. Uh, I mean, even if it is something that's like for a limited amount of time, right? Like, it still can really immensely help people in that mm-hmm. moment, right? Um, because once you have a piece of clothing, I mean, it mm-hmm. you have it, you know? right? And now I can all. It can always be mm-hmm. worn. It can always, if somebody asks a question about the shirt, you know, yeah, they don't need to know. You okay. or they didn't have to have known him, right? To know that to to resonate with the message, mm-hmm. um, okay. I think that you know it's it's like the phrase "you're so important." Just mm-hmm. like is it it's akin to everything saying earlier about mm-hmm. how we how like you don't really ever truly. Un, like understand the impact you have on somebody mm-hmm. when you know, like, when you're in somebody's right. life, like, you may think that you're a burden, mm-hmm. you know, you may think that you're holding everyone back, you may think that everyone hates you, like, mental illness certainly right. can make we'll us feel like yeah. that, a lot, mm-hmm. but a lot of that is us, what mental illness does is it really traps us in our own heads. Right. Everyone that, like, I know, like, mm-hmm. is a really, like, they, they have an impact on you, like, right. from even if it's, like, to from a small skill mm-hmm. to a very large Hard one. Scale. Like, mm-hmm. someone you might only know, like, in passing, right. but, like, is in a community. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, that person... It's like, like a
1: network. Like, that one, that one person in that network, one person's gone, yeah. well, then the rest of the network kind of fails kind of thing. I mean, not still, like, fails, but it's impacted. Actually. Well,
0: right, right, yeah, because it's it's kind of the way, like, how... You know the universe is is it's run on energy, right? And communities are, um, are abundant with the energy mm-hmm. of the people within it, right? And when somebody from that community is very tragically taken from us, okay. then it the, the community suffers from it, yeah. Um, okay. And you don't need to know somebody personally for that to affect you mentally, right. um, Yeah, uh, summer of twenty sixteen. Um, a girl that I went to high school with, uh, passed away. Mm -hmm. Uh, she died in a, uh, car accident. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it was, it was sad. Uh, very, very Mm -hmm. tragic and unfortunate. Um, and I hadn't spoken to her in a long time. Um, me and her were actually, like, kind of a thing in high Mm -hmm. school at one point. And... Um, her name was Sarah Hank okay. And she um, And I like I hadn't seen or talked to her in such a long time But getting that news was like I mean it was horrific it, right. it was so surreal Like I remember And it was like the worst fucking timing Like with the situation I was in when I found out mm-hmm. I was in line for a concert When oh, I found bad. out And I didn't know how to I didn't know Like I couldn't feel anything. I just felt so numb and mm-hmm. just like dissociated. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: like I couldn't even really like force myself to cry even when mm-hmm. I really wanted to.
1: Um, you're just kind of existing like floating. Yeah. Like time stands still and you're just kind of like, now what? Yeah. I don't know it's, I, yeah, it's scary. It's it kind is. of scary how that kind of impact that you can make on people or that people can have on you too. Even I should say. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm very sorry
1: about that. I didn't oh, Thank you.
0: I, I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, and, you know, I still, like, it. I mean, we went to, like, her wake, and that was kind of when it really, like, hit me, was because mm-hmm. it was an open casket, yeah. and uh, it was my first time ever experiencing yeah.
1: that. Oh, that's...
0: And I, I don't think I had ever seen a dead body before, and it definitely, like...
1: That's fought. an experience in and of itself, yeah, it, let it, alone it, being somebody like that, where it's that tough.
0: Yeah, it definitely, like, it fucked me up in the moment, um, and, I mean, it was, it was just horrible to see, like, so many people from home I hadn't seen in so long, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: all, like, gathered for that reason, Yeah, you know, when, you know, I, it's like, all these people, like, I haven't seen in so long, I don't know what they're up to, I don't know what they're doing, but we're all here grieving because Mm -hmm. our friend died, right, um, do you feel like, uh, um, do, like, do you feel like you can relate?
1: Oh, 100%, that yeah, 100%. I remember the day that the funeral, I saw people that I hadn't seen even since, like, middle school, and it was just, I mean, it was, it was cool to see, like I said, how many people had been impacted by him, and it was nice to, you know, get that kind of closure to be there, but it was just, like, I, it was really, really sad that I saw all those people and for that reason. And I wish, it, I, wish I could have seen them for a better reason. Yeah. Um, but even in that moment too, that it was kind of like, okay, I'm not ever gonna really see you guys again ever. Cause it, like this was our common friend. You know, there were some people there that I'm like, you know, this is our mutual friend. We're out of our lives now. This is the only reason, this person is the only reason I ever knew you. So I'm not really ever gonna see you again, which is also kind of sad in, in and of itself yeah. But yeah, I would totally agree it's it was weird, and it was disappointing and depressing for lack of a better word to see yeah. everybody for that exact reason, and I wish it was a different reason for sure yeah
0: but yeah um, and I feel like and that's something that I, I imagine will hit us at one time or another in our lives when mm-hmm. people close to us pass away right. um, and um, and like it's never pleasant, No. but you can also find the joy of remembering somebody right. and who they were and how they impacted everybody, mm-hmm. um, which is it, which is easier to do when there's a lot of people to share that right. moment. But mm-hmm. and I still um, like the anniversary of her death happened a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. that was like and that definitely like kind of reminded me of everything Mm -hmm. um and just you know that i miss her i still miss sarah um and i hope her family is doing well but um you know it it's it's weird because like it's always like you know what also kind of reminds me of it of it is like when we're all home and like you know she's not there like when my friends and i like all get back together and like She's unfortunately not with us, um, which she certainly would be if, mm-hmm. like, you know, she was still with us. But um, but we all love her. We cherish her. We, you know, still, you know, we... That's something that will always be in our hearts.
1: Right. You know? mm-hmm. There will always be memories that you guys share, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you on that, too. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, in high school, there were... Um, there was one year we had, like three suicides. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty horrible, because, like... Um, and they all kind of happened sort of close in, in like, time mm-hmm. with each other, and, like, that also, like, really fucking immensely, like, yeah. impacted our communities. Right. One of them was a teacher. Yeah, And, oh, it, and a lot of uh, students were very close to him. Yeah, um, that's too bad. Yeah, and I remember the day after that happened... It was like the most depressing day of high school ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. Well, there were, I would say there were two or three other students in our, well, I was in high school that uh, committed suicide, and I remember coming back on those days too, and it was like, this is just horrible. And within the next couple days, it was like everybody in the entire town was talking about it, and everybody knew about it, and everybody knew them somehow and had some sort of connection with them, and it's like, I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know you people knew them or like, I didn't know kind of thing. It's like, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of a sad thing that we don't get to see these ex- connections that these people have or know about these connections, yeah. but, um, I guess not necessarily sad, but it kind of, I don't know, like, it's weird that yeah. so, like, you have all these connections that I will have no idea ever that you know, and mm-hmm. I have all these connections that you will have no idea I ever have and yeah. until I die or you die, <laughs> yeah. no, absolutely. hopefully right. not soon. Yeah. Yeah. but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
0: no, you're right Like, you know I mean, and that that is a thought that I get sometimes Where I ask, like, you know If I did die, like Prematurely or mm-hmm. tragically Like, who would come to my funeral? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. like, who would You know, what would the community say? Like, I feel I mean, I definitely feel Think about that sometimes yeah. Like, just thinking about the impact I do make on people's lives and mm-hmm. And, I mean And, like, I definitely, like don't mean that selfishly or anything like that, but it's more of just like, you know, how, it's more of like. How easy
1: you could get in and out or just dip in. How quietly you could. Trying
0: to imagine like the place I, my placement in the community and people's lives. Because I, I like to think that, you know, I do have an impact on people's lives and everyone should recognize that they do have an impact on other people. And that's, that's honestly a lot of times when I've felt down. That's something that keeps me it keeps me going because like yeah. I get really upset if I feel like I've hurt somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I feel that often too. Yeah,
0: like hurting somebody is like one of my biggest fears, yeah. and even if it's over something little, like I still get super worked super up. worked mm-hmm. up about it and, and upset. And I because I'm a person of really intense empathy, mm-hmm. um, and I know that like in times where I've been like in dark places like I like a thought that does kind of like you know restrain me from like hurting myself or anything has always been like well you know I still like you know I don't want to hurt my family Mm -hmm. like how like I don't want to hurt my friends I don't want to like I I don't I don't want people to feel further hopeless right because then I'm letting everything that has ever like i've ever feared in life when
1: mm-hmm. yeah I um,
0: agree. you know that's,
1: i agree on that though too that that's definitely something that i use too when i'm because i've had my own fair share of struggles too and that's one of those things when i'm thinking growing down that road i'm like okay well let's be real though like i'm going to be it's i don't want to hurt my parents i don't want to hurt my friends i don't want to hurt my friends friends because i mean i mean your friends are then gonna, or your mom your parents friends like I, th- I thought about like um when you're talking my mom like her friends stuff about me or like you know parents share about them so then it's like they kind of know you and they'll kind of be even though you've never even met them kind of thing you'll kind of be in their lives and impacting them so i don't know it's just it's kind of a wild thing yeah it's kind of a wild thing and you can i don't know spend your be together with somebody or spend your lives with somebody and still not even know the full extent of their impact too which i think is wild and kind of fascinating but I, it's just yeah. I don't know. It's a crazy impact that everybody has in this world, and it's uh, yeah, crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, no, certainly. Cray, cray. Yeah, cray. <laughs> um, so no, it, cray. it is. It is seriously cray. Because um, so like I like. I mean, I like. When I was probably at the worst point in my life, mm-hmm. which was like in like February of 2017, I admitted myself into a psych ward for four days. Mm-hmm. And we did like a lot of like, you know, group therapy, mm-hmm. individual therapy. I finally got a medication, was formally diagnosed with uh, mental illnesses mm-hmm. that had been impacting my life. Um, and um, I, kind of just got back on my feet from that. Um, And I shared what happened uh, with the world. Like I shared on Facebook that like, hey, like this happened Mm -hmm. to me. I just want you guys to be aware, but I'm okay now. And like the love and um, just uh, compassion and empathy I received from people was astounding. Mm -hmm. It was one of the most like, it was, one of like probably the most warming thing I right. like ever received in my life was so much, so many people reaching out and personally and like letting them know that they're happy and better or that, um, you know that you're sharing their own struggles mm-hmm. with it and un- un- understanding like what I was going right. through and sharing yeah. that like hey this affected me too like I I went through this as well you're not alone like, and that was sort of like. You know, my goal with opening up about it is that, like, I want people to feel less alone than if they were struggling in silence and not knowing where... having any place to put it, you know, if they're dealing Mm -hmm. with something. And, like, you know, mental illness is... Kind of, like, the whole... The whole, like, sort of um, foundational aspect of mental illness that makes it so, um, like it can inhibit your life is feeling alone. Right. Um, feeling alone is why mental illness is like as bad as it is mm-hmm. for people in a lot of ways yeah. because we don't have anyone to talk to right. or we're afraid of being judged. We're Our afraid shame, that yeah. This is one of the biggest ones and this is something that I know like I've definitely dealt with and I still struggle with mm-hmm. is that I I worry about not if like people are going to listen. If I open up about something, but that they're not gonna know what to say. Yeah. That's one of the hardest mm-hmm. parts about opening up about yeah. mental illness. That right. they're not gonna understand. Right. That they're gonna feel uncomfortable.
1: Right, or that it'll change. I guess I've felt that too, where it's like if I express this to you, and I don't want you to like feel uncomfortably c- uncomfortable around me forever, kind yeah. of thing. Like I might be upset right now, but like
0: if they have this to this doesn't
1: define me. Forever. That it
0: puts them on edge and right. makes them worry mm-hmm. about well, I'm being.
1: worrying, and
0: yeah. then I'm worrying more. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And it's like, damn it, I shouldn't have told you. I, I should you.
1: have done this in the first place, this is a mistake. <laughs> yeah, damn it. I know.
0: But, yeah, like, I, that was, like, always a big thing. It's It was never, like, the idea of telling somebody. It's telling somebody and them not having, like, telling me, like, what I need to hear mm-hmm. in that moment. or tell it, Or being able to, like... Or feeling mm-hmm. comfortable, like, in that situation. And, um, and that's, I think that's what gets a lot of people. That's what mm-hmm. keeps people in the shadows about it. Because, like, a lot of people feel like if they tell somebody, they're not going to understand, like, what what to say or what it's like. Right. Um, and, uh, it like, contributes to that loneliness. Um, which is why, like, I you know, value seeing my therapist so much um, because that's what his job is to listen to me and respond appropriately. But not all of our friends are gonna know what to say right not all of our friends are therapists right well
1: and it's not necessarily your friends
0: and it's not their job,
1: job either. right yeah. like they're there to be friends with you too and I think that happens a lot too especially I think that can be discouraging when people are starting to get help or realizing that they have an issue too is yeah. like they are reaching out to these friends and expecting these friends to be therapists but they yeah. can't they're unloading all their emotional baggage onto yeah. somebody else, and then, I mean, they can't do that, so that's what I was going to say. It's very important to have a counselor and kind of work with that, too. Right. Especially because a lot of people will just tell you what you want to hear, just to, sh- you know, like, they'll yeah. just be like, okay, whatever, yeah, you're right, so I'm sorry, kind of thing, just to shut you to up. To gain that approval. Right, right, yeah. kind of thing, just to make you feel better for a while, and um, instead of calling you out on, like, what you might be doing wrong, yeah. or, you know, stopping that negative cycle kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, I think it's definitely, that's a big part of it, though, is that it's, not just opening up to friends, even if that's what's holding. If that's a good, if that's where you need to start. That's awesome, but that can't be your destination, yeah. right. I guess. And
0: so. and that's part, like, that's part of it, is that people that struggle with mental health issues, and I'm, I've been guilty of this too, like, um, is sort of like leaning on your friends, mm-hmm. like, you know, not for. Not simply just for support, right. but for for like they want you. They want you want them to like help solve your problems. Right. Like, yes. And your friends are not there to fix right. you. And that's right. that's an important part. And like, and I mean, I've had to cut people off because mm-hmm. of, for that exact reason, where I felt like baggage has been put on me when I deal with my own shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And i can't necessarily like i don't i can't always, take on yours too yeah i don't have the emotional and mental right. energy and capacity to always be able to like you know right work help you work through like every mm-hmm. little thing that's bothering you and that comes with i mean it comes with self-awareness and it also comes from a, like a real like uh like a want to like a desire to like really get better right. too mm-hmm.
1: and i think that's a big issue too is that a lot of people kind of just kind of stew and they're like, okay, well, here we are, or they get labeled, and then they don't really necessarily want to get better. They're like, okay, they live their lives by this label or whatever. But I should also say, too, that I also, and I'm not trying to generalize, it's not everybody, but I would also say, too, that on that note, it's a real trial and error to get things done. It is. Like, it's not, it's like you're lucky if you get on the right meds the first time or if you find a therapist that works for you. Right, I was never on the right meds for the first time, and I didn't like the first five therapists I had, and um, it's not, and even, like, going to see a psychiatrist psychiatrist is you can wait months for right. and that can be incredibly discouraging that's, okay
0: i think that's so fucked up i know i agree it is mm-hmm. so I fucked agree. up yeah. because if it takes months to see a psychiatrist it's like yeah. and this is a really like heavy thing to say but it's like you know what if someone is feeling like they're not going to be Here still hearing right. like
1: exactly that's, that's an issue
0: like it's it's horrible
1: mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and there's options out there, but I think that that's another thing, too, that's very, very, barely spoken about. Is that, I mean, like, Miami has organizations, like, up in Appleton, they've got some sort of, like, Iris Place, I believe they call it, where you can go stay for free, and just yeah. as long as you can check yourself in, and I had no clue about any of that. Yeah. It's prior to even, because I volunteered with them for a little a little while over the summer, um, prior to volunteering with them, I had no clue that was a thing. And I had no clue. I mean, I thought I had to just suck it up and wait it out and wait those three months and mm-hmm. that's what you do. And if you don't like them, you know, whatever. And I mean it was also discouraging too to get the new meds because it was like I have to wait another three months to see this person. I'm like I'm not I just it's it's exhausting. Yeah. And I don't blame anybody for, you know, being too tired to do it because I mean I have been yeah. and Um, But like I said It's important It's the trial and error And when you have the energy Fight for it And fight for your And you have to want it too You can't just be like Yeah have everybody fix me I can't just go to the doctors And be like Yeah fix me And make my therapist You know Call her up and say Hey fix me Right Because taking
0: care of Your mental health Becomes a chore in that way Mm -hmm. It becomes something That you Regularly have to devote Energy to That you That you just have A really hard time Like You know Being able to voluntarily right do. And and going back to what you said, like, yeah, like they're like not everyone's treatment is the same. And that's Mm -hmm. why like, you know, you know, it's it can be like you 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 can't look at somebody how someone one person deals with their issues Mm -hmm. and expect that to work for you. Whether it's with the certain medications, Mm -hmm. whether it's with certain kinds of therapies, whether it's this or that, like Everyone has a different route, Mm -hmm. you know Some people exercise a lot Some people take, you know uh, Have very holistic ways of, of, you know Addressing their issues Some people do meds (laughs) Yeah, some people don't I mean, I I don't fucking run Some people, uh, you know Sadly resort to substance abuse Mm -hmm. um, Which is a lot In a lot of ways it's often uh, A quick and leisurely way to do it but that leads even contributes to more problems the
1: keyword there is quick quick. it's easy and i mean if it was that easy to go to a doctor you know i feel like if i could go see a therapist tomorrow or not a therapist but a psychiatrist tomorrow i mean if i had a huge issue that i needed dealing with hell yeah i'd go do that kind of thing but i'm not gonna uh, what if i just don't even want you know like what if i don't even want to go anymore in three months exactly what if i change my mind or what if i think i'm better but it's gonna be bad again in three months like you know it's yeah It comes and goes in waves, and I just don't think it's like you said, it's just outrageous that you do have to kind of wait that way. And it's unfortunate, and I kind of know I know some of that, you know, going to school for health here, so I kind of know a little bit about that, but it doesn't make it right. And it's still unfortunate. And And we can. Not even, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it should be other organizations or other opportunities that you can go get help should be talked about more than just what they are kind of thing. Right. like I said, it's not very talked about, and I had no clue of any of this stuff, so...
0: Right, and and one thing when I'm trying to gauge... An important thing to realize is, like... To, uh, an important thing to keep in mind is that it's important not to just, like, send somebody off mm-hmm. to, you know... Just telling somebody to, like, go get help, like, right. or go get support, and just, like, leave it at that. Like, just How? just sort of... Yeah, exactly. How? There's... Or telling people, okay, this is this is an unpopular opinion, but I personally don't believe in I mean this and this is just me personally speaking. This is, it, it has helped a lot of people and I'm not downplaying what it is what it is there for and how it has helped many people. But I'm never gonna call a suicide hotline mm-hmm. if yeah. I'm in a bad place. Yeah. Like I don't have the capacity to Dial a phone number yeah. and talk to somebody I don't I can't even physically right. see that mm-hmm. is there with me in the same space that I can read their nonverbals and understand right. and know that I'm and know that they're being heard. yeah that I'm being heard mm-hmm. like that just that doesn't help me right. personally and I see a lot of people posting the suicide hotline a lot mm-hmm. and sharing it and that's why that's why I, I reiterate it helps a lot of people mm-hmm. it has helped people that I know right and it's great that people know it's there and it's mm-hmm. great that it is being circulated but that is not gonna but you can't post that and expect as that everybody. to work for everybody right in the same way you can't expect you know like you can't just tell somebody to go see a therapist because mm-hmm. as much as I love therapy and I love seeing a therapist not everyone loves to
1: right yeah
0: um you can't help somebody just, you can't simplify treatment for anybody. Yeah. And this is why I always try to gauge when I'm talking to somebody about men- their mental health. Mm-hmm. It's like, they've opened up to me and I'm trying to just be the best listener. I always try to gauge like, well, what makes you feel good? What makes you feel valued? What makes you, what would make you comfortable? Right. You know, what have you tried before? What haven't you tried? Right. Where is, um, you know, like, you know, what gives you that temporary, like escape from, mm-hmm. yeah. That relief from like these issues that, that affect your life. Mm-hmm. Like I always try to like gauge where someone's at with it before I even offer advice, yeah. not everyone. And that's not the thing. Not everyone is not always everyone asking for advice. advice. Yeah. They just need to be heard. Right. Um, they just need someone to talk to, um, so like we we all. But I
1: think it's important to express that though. Yeah. You have to say that you're not not asking for advice. Yeah. Sorry
0: to yeah. You off. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, because it, Cause can, be, it can be. Because otherwise, yeah.
1: Then they're like, okay, well, why aren't you helping me? Kind Yeah. Of thing, it can anyway.
0: be it can be blurred anyway. very easily. Yeah. So I guess like you know it, it's it's mental health is it can be very fucking tricky because everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Everyone is a unique case. Yeah. And my odyssey with it is gonna be different than someone else's. Yeah everyone's brain works differently. Mm -hmm. Everyone has different triggers. Everyone has lived through different traumas. Everyone has different things that they cope with Mm -hmm. from, you know, in their lifestyle. And we can't treat, we can't treat mental health as like an end all be all subject. It has to be something that you really have to like intimately understand the inner workings of somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, in order to be the best ally to them. Right. In there, oh, like, great. and you know, I think that, um, you know, and 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 that will come. That has to come from a place of wanting to get right. better. It has to come from a place of understanding what your friends are functionally there for, mm-hmm. rather than, you know, what you idealistically want them to be. Right. Um, but what ke- makes people feel very alone is. Feeling like they don't have anybody to Mm -hmm. talk to. And that makes it really hard sometimes for people to communicate their issues to others because they don't feel like anyone's going to understand. But it's just, you know, there's... But I'm still a firm believer that something works for everybody.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Even if if it's as simple as having a good conversation with Mm -hmm. your friends. Even if it's as simple as going on a walk and listening to music. Or... Watching a movie that makes you feel good or laugh or you know
1: everybody has their something but it's definitely like I said a trial and error to get there and it's incredibly discouraging to get there but you gotta have a desire and and some people
0: yeah and some people sadly just will don't they don't do that and that and it's fucking horrifying and it it breaks my heart when I see someone take their life as a result of Mm. it Because they have, they have felt so unheard and unseen. Well, and
1: Ben, for example, he went to, he had been an inpatient and he had gone to outpatient therapy as well. He had done for many years and he just, it just never worked for him. And that's what he thought was the only option. You know what I mean? Like either you go do this, which has clearly not worked and just cost you, also cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. Or, you know, just the other alternative or, you know, just... Which is kind of morbid to say, I guess, but I mean, it's, I think it's not entirely on society being judgmental or not even not having the motivation to go get it, but it's definitely not. I feel like it's also the healthcare industry as well. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. it's expensive and it's hard to get into and it's discouraging. And like I said, you it, you might have a des- like I said before in the past, you might have a desire now, but in three months, by the time you get into this person, you might not have that desire anymore. And that's, so,
0: that's happened to me. Mm-hmm, I've yes, scheduled me appointments mm-hmm. and then I won't happen to be in a bad place yep. at that time. It feels like
1: a waste of time. Yeah. you like, well, forget this. I'm just right. not going to go. I've done that before too.
0: But then I'll end up being in another bad place yep. like a couple months later. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that I think is, can help people like Ben or like people, people that have, you know, really have had treatments that just have not worked where they still feel like there's just some, there's just issues that are not being properly resolved is that the healthcare system does need mm-hmm. to fucking be better
1: yeah.
0: mm-hmm. um and that but we
1: can be too though and that's yeah. kind of the message behind this shirts though with the you're so important is that we can express to people how much they do mean to yeah. us while they're you know while they're still here and maybe it will help somebody out of there you know you know like if you're in that bad spot and one person says to you like you're so important to me like that uh, that could very well just take you out of what is that, four words? That could take you out of your yeah. entire dark place? Yeah. That's kind of what they were trying to do with the t-shirts.
0: Exactly. And to I bring
1: think, that full circle. Hey, hmm.
0: and you did, you did it, <laughs> I think. And it was yeah. wonderful that that message was relayed yeah. across to those, that, those in this community and everyone who knew yeah. you or knew someone who bought the shirt or yeah. knew the family. So um, yeah, and I think that, and that's another thing, is reminding Telling the people that you love, that you love them. Mm -hmm. Telling people that you care about, reminding them...
1: Communication. Yes, telling them how (laughs) much you...
0: Like, normalizing, like, expressions of affection and love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, reminding somebody that you're happy that they're there. Mm -hmm. Reminding... Telling somebody that you make... That they... That they make you smile. Mm -hmm. Or that they they make make you... Yes, exactly. Like... I think that's something that we can all do is like you don't have to be like that you know emotional um um just that emotional agent that Mm -hmm. someone really wants you to be like you can just let someone know that you value them yeah um it's those very little thing those little simple things that can go a really fucking long way um I've literally had you know i've had smiles that have made my day just like <laughs>
1: that that one <laughs>
0: made my fucking day right there yes.
1: but a, something
0: like that can literally make like can literally like be the difference between a good day and a bad day right exactly um and so you know we can make a whole other episode about the whole the oh, healthcare yeah. industry oh yeah for sure but when it comes to like But it's
1: not just, I guess I should say that, you know, I don't want my legacy here, Mr. Nice Guy, to be that. fuck the healthcare industry. Because obviously I'm going into that, but what I'm trying to say is that it's, and they do play a role, but we also do too. Yes, yes. And it's not just, it's not just society's fault, it's not just healthcare, but it's also like you need to do your work too. Right, right. And everybody needs to be communicating more as well as you too. But it would would be easier, it would be easier if the healthcare industry was just not here, but...
0: That would, just, yeah. <laughs> just going to leave that over there out of the frame. But <laughs>
1: yeah. you, yes, yeah. I guess I just wanted to say, it, or clarify yes. that I don't mean, no, you don't, I, I don't, am going into the industry, yeah. so I don't want my employer to be like,
0: no, I, oh, yeah, I don't I don't, think,
1: <laughs> I don't, think, I don't
0: think, I don't think anyone would have picked <laughs> that up or anything, but okay. I, I that's get what sick. you're, I definitely get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, and that's the word for that is maintenance, mm-hmm. like just having just relationship maintenance with people, you yes. know, and checking in with them, even if it, even if you don't have to, like, or even if you don't, if there's any, if there's no indicative reason to, just for the sake of mm-hmm. it, just checking in with yeah. people. And that, you know, reminds them that you're thinking of them. Yeah. Um, that always makes me feel good when I haven't yeah. heard from somebody in a long ass time and they want to talk to me.
1: Of course. It like, feels awesome.
0: Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so... And so, and I think that's kind of like our answer to like, well, okay, you know, there's, there's, I feel like that's the answer to where it seems like okay, then what is the answer for people that, you know, have such a hard time getting help, but they, you know, don't have friends that understand their issues, or that they don't have a supportive family, or that you know they're in. A really fucked up financial mm-hmm. situation, or something like that. A lot of these things are contributing factors to why somebody would want to feel like would feel like there's no mm-hmm. way out. Right. But there's no simple answer. No, of course. There not. is no simple answer.
1: No, there never is. No. Never. Right.
0: And so, what I hope to see, and I know you do too. Is as we continue to expand the conversation about mental health, and that we continue to raise awareness, is that you know that these kinds cons- these conversations happen more within our circles. Mm-hmm. That we normalize, um, you know, affectionate gestures with those that we love and care about, but we also normalize communication mm-hmm. over whether or not you know we're in good places or if something is bothering right. us, and that we practice our listening skills yeah. as people that, you know, want to be somebody that, you know, people can turn to. Because a lot of people say that they're always here for people. No. But, you know, and this I see,
1: is... I feel those people that say that are often not there
0: for people. Well, that, and that's... <laughs> that, a, no, I agree. There's
1: that are. Well,
0: but, that's what I'm getting at, is that they want to be, but they don't always necessarily know how to. It's not a knock on them for saying right. that, but they yes. don't always... It's kind of like signing up for something that you don't always necessarily know what no. you're signing yes. up for. Yes, yes, it's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that way, I think people can really learn a lot from just, like, listening to their friends. Like, just practicing listening skills. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, you no
1: c- judgment. Yeah,
0: no you can literally Google things like this. How yeah. to be a good listener or how to, be a, how to help a friend that's in a crisis.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy offers classes on it.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> This is one thing the internet is good for. The internet is a powerful thing, um, but so I think that I think we covered a lot of really good ground I think here so too. with just what, how we can change the conversation about mental health. Yeah. because it's a very oversimplified issue. Oh, yeah. In so many fucking ways, oh, yeah. and that oversimplification has gotten me nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's gotten.
1: People, I think it makes it more confusing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. gotten
0: people, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: people that sadly aren't with us anymore. It's mm-hmm. got, it, it has led them into, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, yeah, mm-hmm. it's sadly taken that from us. And mm-hmm. we cannot keep acting as if, we cannot keep pretending that mental health issues are solved with one facet or right. one avenue. I
1: agree.
0: So, that's all I've got to say about that.
1: I mean, we could talk for days yeah, on this stuff, could. but this is yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. This is, s-
1: this is as much as I can muster up to
0: well, say Yeah. Would you today. say that's that about that?
1: Yes. That's that. That's that about that. That that. That's yeah. that about yeah. that.
0: <laughs> yeah. You close? All right, Jesse. Oh look at, man, your hair. Look at that hair, though. <laughs> 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 oh man. Um, it was really really fucking good to see you again today. Yeah. Um, I did miss you. I, know, I, miss you I never too. gave you a hug. I know actually. I'm glad like, I get to
1: see you. Yeah. Like you're doing good.
0: Yeah, you too. Yeah. You too. Thank you. Um and um when you reached out to me like a couple weeks ago, it warmed to my heart. And it I made know, me well, really it, it made me, made me
1: to see
0: you. And hear from you. Thank
1: you. It's so important. It, <laughs> I keep cutting you off, I'm yeah. sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. But it made me really like um it reminded me that, you know how much of a ray of sunshine you are and it made me oh, it you. also kind of reminded me that you know why don't like i'd love to talk to you yeah. about this kind of yeah. stuff so thank you for yes, being of course. for joining me today of course thank you for having me of course me. yes always in uh, on your family's farm right oh, yeah yes.
1: <laughs> not much longer not much longer oh, sure yeah yeah Just
0: well, my... well um jesse what keeps you up at night
1: what keeps me up at night oh god what doesn't keep me up at night? Let's be real. Right. That should be it. In but... Internships now, I yeah. guess. School, school. I don't know what keeps you up at
0: night. Um, my hot ass room. Ooh. Uh, not the last couple. The last couple of days cooled down, but <sighs> for like a string of days, I like, I was sleeping like fucking naked. Ooh. With no blankets, because yeah. mm-hmm. my room is so AC hot. I don't have AC in my
1: house. Oh, yeah, well, that'll do it. Well, yeah. we've had no power in Appleton for three days, so oh, that, that'll that keep me up at night. Damn. Tornadoes, yeah, that keeps oh, me
0: up at night. Oh, was there like, a bad <laughs> storm? Was there a storm?
1: Yeah, we had a tornado touchdown. Oh, yikes. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: wow, shit. Well, um, shout out uh, warning s- sirens. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what puts you to sleep, though? What
1: puts me to sleep? Um... My dog. <laughs> Cuddling
0: with my dog. What's your dog's name? Lucky.
1: Shout or looking out. at the stars. Oh, shout out Lucky. Yeah. Yeah,
0: um, what yeah the stars what puts are... puts you to sleep? Uh, what puts me to sleep? Uh, I'm, I'm actually, like, usually a pretty good sleeper. Good. Um, just being fucking exhausted from yeah. using my <laughs> That's mind all day. i now these days, yeah. too. I'm just so... <laughs> I, like, I'll get and home from work. Yeah. I'm out I'm cold. i for sure. I'll be here, like, you know, trying to get shit done out cold. I just get too, I get really fucking tired like all the time. So Uh so. thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful. It's really good to see you too. Um, so remember everything we talked about? It's, it's, um, just a matter of looking at how mental health issues may be addressed in a lot of distinct ways, depending on the person. And whether it's meds, whether it's therapy, whether it's lifestyle choices, whether it is, you know, just being a good listener, you know, remi- like just always keep in, just keep in touch with your friends, keep in touch with your family, just keep in touch with people that you trust and that you can turn to. And also, you know, Tell them that yes. And if you don't feel like you have any of that, like, you know, you are very important you to somebody. Important. You're so important. I'm, I should have worn, we should have worn I am pissed, I forgot it. Yeah. But
1: whatever, it's cool. Yeah, it's okay. It's I, cool, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, I'll, uh. It's
1: my fault,
0: No, it's okay. I'll, uh, I will post a link to the website if it's still up. Yes, I'll have to. Cool. Well, thank you for watching Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Two, three, four. <music> Mr. Nice Guy.